It's time for Mishawaka Cavemen Basketball, powered by Midland Engineering Company, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Cavemen Basketball is also brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, Barnaby's of Mishawaka, BSN Sports, Edward Jones, Fisher's Barbecue and Catering, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Industrial Door of Northern Indiana, Jay's Cruncher's Potato Chips, Kurt's Outdoor Living, Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, Kevin Butts with First Midwest Mortgage, Remax 100, South Bend Orthopedics, and by U.S. Sign Crafters. And now, it's time for the Mishawaka Cavemen pregame show, brought to you by School City of Mishawaka. And greetings to one and all here on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, live from the north side of South Bend tonight at Clay High School. Along with Bruce Quick from the Mishawaka Athletics Department, I'm Brian Miller. Jerry Janowski spinning the dials back at our WSBT studios. And tonight, the red hot, or maybe better yet, the maroon hot, Mishawaka Cavemen at 6-1 on the season. Fresh off their second NLC victory in two tries last Friday night with a win over Wallasee 62-42. They take the court tonight looking to continue their winning ways versus the 2-11 South Bend Clay Colonials. The Colonials in their struggle mode right now have battled with some COVID issues. They have battled with some, uh, well, I guess for lack of a better term, inconsistent play. And they tonight will look uh, to turn the tables on what has been a, a tough start to this high school basketball season. A 2-11 and squad that also includes an 0-5 start in the NIC. But Doug Barnbrook's team, an experienced group of kids with exceptional speed and athleticism, is looking to try to continue now, maybe some improvement that they've seen here recently. They played well despite a loss on Saturday versus the LaPorte Slicers, falling in a six-point defeat, 70-64. to But they're hoping to maybe get some momentum from that game and also get some momentum from great play from Robert Allen so far this year. The 5'8 senior averaged 13 points per ball game last year, but he's had some dandy ball games of recent. Allen had 18 points in the loss on Saturday versus LaPorte, but has also tallied... 22 points against John Glenn, 23 points against Couts, and 28 points against Jimtown this year. This could, this kid can put the ball in the basket, and he will certainly take the help from Antoine Gregory, who was academically ineligible in the first half of the season, got his first action on Saturday, and led this Colonial Club with 23 points. So certainly a team to be reckoned with here on the home court as we settle in for a Tuesday edition of Indiana High School Boys Basketball. Normally, Bruce Quick, this for years would have been an NIC game, but, well, all that has settled. Mishawaka, a member of the Northern Lakes Conference. Clay, a longtime uh, continued member of the Northern Indiana Conference. Either way, these are two great rivals, and there's obviously a little fun storyline involved, too. Trent Johnson started his career here at Clay, transferred to Mishawaka. His dad, who works at South Bend Clay High School in security, he is the acting head coach for the cavemen so there's all kinds of side stories to this that's right definitely different angles you can take uh for this game tonight should be really interesting the past two years the clay colonials and cavemen have split the series one one so they're a little more familiar with each other uh than some might like to think it will be interesting certainly will be a, a ball game we look forward to as mishawaka looks to continue their winning ways after a season opening loss to mishawaka marion back on december 8th they have run off six games in a row but this is a big week with this road game here at clay and then saturday a huge home contest in the northern lakes conference versus the north ridge raiders but we'll talk more about that game on of course uh, later stages of tonight 
And looking forward to Saturdays, we'll have that play-by-play right here. But again, with Bruce Quick, I'm Brian Miller. Looking forward to a great one here tonight on this Tuesday Eve. What better to do than sit around and listen to some high school basketball if you're not here in person? Good start for the Caveman JVers. They won the preliminary game 69-46 over Clay. When we come back after this timeout, we'll visit with the two head coaches. And first, we'll talk basketball with acting head coach Leon Johnson. Coach Ron Heklinski still on the sidelines battling health and COVID issues. But the great news is he is expected back tomorrow in practice and should be back on the sidelines this weekend when the Cavemen host the Raiders of Northridge. But Coach Heklinski in his fourth year at Mishawaka, 29 years overall. We look forward to having him back with us uh, next time here on the radio as well. And certainly this team has played well under Coach Johnson. Certainly looking uh, for that veteran leadership when they can take the court on Saturday back in North Lakes Conference play. But again, Cavemen are playing well, coming off a big win against Wawasee, led by Trent Johnson's 25 points on Saturday. We'll talk about those and more details with Leon Johnson after this timeout on the pregame show here, sponsored by School City of Mishawaka, growing leaders in a culture of excellence, the Mishawaka way. We're back in one minute on WSBT. back on the pregame show this Tuesday edition of High School Boys Basketball on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, here with Mishawaka acting head boys basketball coach Leon Johnson. Well, we, we teased it with one another off the air, home sweet home, on the 1981 <clears throat> Clay graduate. You're a Clay graduate. You also work here full-time in, in a capacity that uh, is involving the regular school day and security and so forth. So it is home sweet home, I guess, uh, homecoming for me, you, and uh, – Mishawaka's got a job to do, though, but it is home sweet home. Yes, it, it, it's a good feeling, and, and, and it's also a, a, it's kind of a double standard deal where uh, you definitely want to win the game and whatnot because the kids will tease me here at Clay for the rest of the year if we don't win the game here. So there's a little added pressure tonight that for our guys to play well and get off to a good start. Certainly you guys got off to a great start last Friday at home. Uh, conference win against Wawasee. Uh, talk briefly about that win. It, it was a good night all the way around for the Cavemen. Yeah, I, I think when we get uh, Trent Johnson off to a good start, uh, it helps the rest of the team. Uh, guys start doubling on him, and he will pass out of doubles. And, and uh, when he gets into a rhythm, it really helps the whole entire team for him to be in a rhythm often and early. Uh, you get a kid that hits five threes, it's always going to help your cause. Five threes consecutively in a game is going to create some uh, spread room in terms of points, and, and it always helps when he gets off to a good start. It helps the rest of the guys. Speaking of Trent, no doubt uh, while there's pressure on a former Colonial as far as graduates concerned and, and you as coach and dad work here, uh, Trent was a former play basketball member of this program and obviously when you transfer and you leave one school, you go to another, there's pressure, uh, there, there's you know different feelings and emotions. Uh, I'm sure you two have talked about it. What, what are some things you could share with us on, on those discussions and just maybe uh, putting... Uh, putting his thoughts uh, to us on the radio well i mean it's a, it's a little different deal for, for, for trenton at this point because he was liked here um and we didn't have any issues with the basketball program here so he's got a lot of fans that are still here a lot of uh teachers a lot of students that still like him that he still keeps in touch with so it's pretty much a homecoming for him he should be comfortable shouldn't be nervous at all should be okay uh, the rims have changed a little bit. They've changed them out since he was here. That's about the only thing. We're trying to make sure we get them loose and get them going. But uh, he understands the magnitude of the situation tonight. It, you know, is to win the game against his, his school, former school that he was a former colonial. 
What's your What's your favorite memories of play high school here? Back in your uh, uh, high school days and as a player, and uh, you know, being around the program prior to coming here in high school, and then obviously during your time and thereafter. Well, I was also a Clay Cougar, middle school Clay Cougar. Uh, when I came in, Coach DeBase was in his first year, when, uh, my freshman year. And so uh, we like to think, you know, our, our 89 class like to think that we started the uh, trend for the uh, 94 state championship guys. A lot of those guys were sixth graders, uh, fifth graders that uh, me and Coach DeBase rode around in the Corvette and handpicked out. You know, I let them know who I saw playing ball all the time. And so Coach took those guys, and uh, I can remember him taking uh, going to the coaches going to the elementary school coaches and teaching them his offense and some of his plays. So that 94 state championship team, all they had to do was grow into their bodies, get get uh, more stronger and a little taller, but they already knew what they were doing in terms of their offenses and the defenses. So one of my fondest memories is, is actually helping train a lot of those guys on the, uh, the state championship team. Um, we've got Charlie Bonds, whose older brother played with me. Uh, Stevie Griffith's older brother was Damian Wilder, who was my point guard. So a lot of those guys were fifth, sixth grade fans of ours. And uh, probably the most fondest memory is our uh, conference championship at Penn my senior year. Uh, I was able to make a buzzer beater to win the conference championship for us. And a lot of people don't remember because of the state championship that it was actually Coach DeBase's first uh, championship in high school was a conference championship in NIC with uh, our group. So uh, we felt like we got them off to a good start. And when they won, it was almost like we won. Uh, the 89 guys got together and celebrated as if we had won the state title. Talking basketball with Leon Johnson, acting head basketball coach at Mishawaka High School to his club here tonight, taking on the Colonials of Clay High School, but Mishawaka playing great hoop right now, Coach. You're 6-1, and one, and great news, the fact that uh, you've got a big conference game this week, but uh, great news also inside the program, Coach Heklinski, who has been out uh, for three games now, number four, he will be back, and uh, planning on coming back tomorrow with good health after uh, some health concerns and, and a positive COVID test and so forth. Uh, talk about his return and, and what that means to the program. Well, Coach Heck's return is very, very key, very crucial. You know, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie at it, and he's a lot more detailed and, and a lot more finer points. Uh, he'll be addressing things that I might forget or might miss. So it's going to be a blessing to get him back and get him back in his, his rightful chair at this point. And I know the team is missing his voice and missing his leadership. So it's going to be a blessing to get him back and, and put him back in the captain's chair. You know, I, I, li I liken this opportunity uh, I've had the last four games to be a head coach to uh, being a co-pilot, and all of a sudden the, the, the head pilot gets sick and you're on your first flight alone solo, and you have to you have to make it fly or else everybody else is going to crash. So uh, that was kind of the experience I had, and uh, I was able to tread waters up, up to this point. So uh, we're, we're very ecstatic about getting Coach back, and uh, we got some guys we're going to get refocused tonight, so he's, they're ready for Coach tomorrow because it will be a different tone and a different song. We were heading to the meat and potatoes of our uh, season in terms of the NLC, and we're probably going to play one of the tougher teams in the NLC uh, Saturday. So, so his return is highly anticipated and, and, and very much needed at this point. Well, you've done a great job, certainly tonight, wanting to play well, get a W on the road here versus Clay. What does your scouting report say about the Colonials? Well, uh, great, great ball handlers, good penetrators. They don't have a lot of size, but they have a lot of speed. So they'll they'll match us a lot in speed. Uh, the big thing for us is staying uh, under control and staying organized. Uh, we can't get in, into an up and down ragtag game with these guys. We got us. The more organized we stay, the better chance we have. The less organized we are, the worse chance we have. And that's the message for tonight: to hinge ourselves on defending and rebounding as we have the last three games. 
We've done a great job. Been a pleasure talking the last uh, four ball games with you. Good luck tonight, and uh, we'll be back with you guys Saturday versus Northridge for a big one. All right, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully we have another win in our belt. Leon Johnson, acting head boys basketball coach here for Mishawaka High School. The Cavemen on the road tonight, taking on the Colonials of Clay High School. We'll talk more in detail on our pregame show. We'll be back here to Clay High School after this. We'll visit with Doug Barnbrook after this on WSBT. Back here as promised on the pregame show, 96-1 WSBT, talking basketball with Clay head coach Doug Barnbrook. Well, coach, certainly uh, the trials and tribulations of January, the dog days of January in high school basketball, they're nothing new. But then you throw COVID on top of it. Uh, it's, it's been a difficult stretch, certainly, this first half of the season for you guys. And everybody, for that matter. Yeah, you know, everyone's in the same boat. It's been challenging uh, for teams just to, you know, um, kind of keep your kids motivated and just not knowing, you know, day-to-day, week-to-week what might happen. Um, but, you know, as everyone says, it's just great to be playing basketball and um, just thankful to be out there. So, You guys are coming off a, a tough loss against Laporte Saturday, but some really, really good things took place for the Clay uh, basketball program. Talk about that. I mean, we, we played well um, the other night against Laporte, just not well enough to uh, get the win. Um, but we're just trying to get over the hump and just kind of right there. And, you know, uh, tonight we're going to come out and try to improve on a few things and see how it goes. Every time I've looked at a stat sheet or a uh, score update in the paper, Robert Allen's name is mentioned there somehow with a whole lot of points and uh, in a lot of ways has carried you guys through the first half of this basketball season. Talk about he, his game, I guess, and his progress as a player. Yeah, Robert Allen, you know, a great player, great kid, and he's, he really leads us and uh, offensively, um, you know, he, he's just uh, – He's, he's pretty quick, and he gets to the hoop. Um, he's been having a really good year for us so far, and we count on him to do you know, just a lot of different things. And certainly getting back uh, Antoine Gregory means a lot uh, as far as uh, scoring in particular for the Colonials. Yeah, Antoine had a, a really good game the other night and gives us a, a nice outside threat that we've kind of been missing that first half of the season. Um, and he just kind of has a calming presence as a, our point guard and can really limit some of the turnovers that have been plaguing us you know, the last couple games. Not great size. You got a ton of seniors on your roster. If things are going well, at least the way the coach has drawn it up on the dry erase board, what will we see you guys do tonight? Uh, we're just looking to improve on our team defense and you know get better. And uh, we got to keep sharing that ball, and and uh, good things will happen. What does your scouting report about Mishawaka say? Uh, well, you know, Trent Johnson is a, you know tremendous player, and we got to try to limit his touches and. Uh, just kind of make it hard on him because um, he's, he's going to get his points. He, he's a great player. so um, And then just you know make sure that we just give him one chance at it. So, As the season boils down, I mean, are there any small goals that you're trying to say, hey, by the end of January we want to do this, get ready for the tournament, or as we get into February? Are, are there any, I guess, inside uh, uh, goals yeah. that you guys have set for this team? Uh, you know, especially during this season with COVID and everything, just taking one day at a time and trying to get better um, and just, you know, keep trying to do our best. And, you know, if we do that, you know, at the end of the season, hopefully we'll be playing our best basketball. Coaching, it's not an easy job when things are going well or maybe if you're having a tough season, but then when you throw COVID on top of it. How, I mean, all the coaches are, you know, beating heads against the wall to try to, you know, maintain a fresh approach and, and stay on top of the, of the protocols and the health factor and so forth but the kids are resilient too so who's had it tougher the kids or the coaches 
I think, you know, everyone's kind of in, in the same position, you know, coaches, players, parents, you know, everyone just has to kind of stay flexible and know that, you know, there's going to be some bumps in the road and, um, and you know, the, the most important thing is safety and health and just, you know, taking all the precautions and, um, but, you know, hopefully everybody in the area can, you know, finish their season and, and still be able to participate in sports because it's, it's a big part of high school and, you know, um, kids, kids get a lot from it and, but, you know, you want to just, you know, take care of families and everything, too. So We're visiting with Doug Barnbrook, head basketball coach here at Clay High School. Keys to success tonight. You talked about some impressions of the cavemen, but what are the keys for Clay to be successful this evening? Uh, really, we just got to, you know, defend the ball better, um, you know, kind of limit Trent Johnson, his opportunities to score it. I think he's averaging uh, 23 points coming into the game. And so, you know, he's one of their main uh, main players. And then, you know, Offensively, we need to just keep sharing the ball and and hopefully, you know, get get going early and see see the ball go in the basket will help and just kind of get rolling. Wish you the best of luck tonight. Thanks so much. Right. That is Doug Barnbrook, head basketball coach here from Clay High School. Colonials, the host tonight, looking for their third win of the season versus the Cavemen of Mishawaka. We'll wrap things up with the pregame show. Starting lineups tip off just around the corner. First, this on 96.1 WSBT, the Sports Leader. Mishawaka Cavemen Basketball is brought to you by Midland Engineering Company on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. Wrapping up the School City Mishawaka pregame show. Back here with Bruce Quick, I'm Brian Miller. We heard the comments from the two head coaches. Leon Johnson, acting head coach for fourth-year head man Ron Heklinski here at Mishawaka in his 29th year overall. His club is 6-1. They're looking to improve on last year's 12 and 11 campaign while South Bend Clay, Doug Barnbrook, trying to get things turned around here in Colonial Town in his third year. His club is 2 and 11. They are looking to improve on last year's 5 and 18 squad and a club and a program that is trying to snap a seven year. 500 was the 2012-20 Clay program has won six boys basketball sectionals the two most recent in 2005 and 2009 under Huppenthal. Prior to that, 1994 and 96. Of course, that 94 year was quite magical. With to kind of spark a midseason run. Starting lineups brought to you by Mishawaka Barnabies at Edison and Grape in Mishawaka. And the Colonials get the opening tip to control it with a fast break dribble drive down to the far left side. Latuan Smith, though, with a running layup, misses the rebound. Mishawaka, and Brandon Williams takes it right down the floor and gets the layup up and in. Power move to the left hand, with the left side, rather, with left hand. And Mishawaka out to a quick lead, 2-0. Robert Allen, the leading scorer, wears the number four, has the basketball now at the top of the circle. He will team up with Christian Love, Antoine Gregory, the aforementioned Latuan Smith, and Dayon Franklin. That is Davion Franklin, rather. Pop-up, pull-up jumper, 15-footer. Missed by Robert Allen. Rebound on the caveman defensive end by Devon Parker. Out forefront to maddox Yohe along with Trent Johnson. Brendan Williams and Makai Baker getting the start tonight. Baker's been a real spark plug off the bench the last couple of games. And getting his first starting nod here tonight. Inside running layup. Put up no good once by Williams. Rebounded by Brendan Williams. Up no. Rebounded Baker and... He stepped out of bounds with it as he controlled that rebound. Kind of a helter-skelter offensive possession for the cavemen. So they turn the basketball over. Possession clay. And one minute in, the visitors from Mishawaka have a 2-0 lead. Back court now. Antoine Gregory will walk it up against Trent Johnson. 
Looking off hash mark left side, it is Smith. Smith with the basketball, a little flip pass down to Allen. Tries to dribble, penetrate, turning. Actually, Christian Love hands it away. Now goes to Gregory. Gregory top of the circle. Looks in the teeth of a 2-3, kind of a rotating zone defense by Mishawaka. Right wing, Love penetrates, dribbles, slices left to right. Running layup, no. Rebound in the crowd. Again, Devon Parker with his second rebound. Parker outlets left side. Trent Johnson catching, shooting. Three ball, no. Rebound, Makai Baker. Weak side rebound, put up, no. Swatted away by the Colonials inside man, Franklin. And the rebound down to Clay. Gregory at the floor. He'll run a gun. Firing left wing jumper from three. No. Rebound Williams. Cross court baseball pass. Layup and in by Maddox Shohe. And the caveman out to a 4 nothing lead. And Doug Bardbrook will burn a quick 30 second timeout. We'll do the same 6-0-8 first quarter. Mishawak off to a good start leading 4-zip. So the 30 second timeout taken by South Bend Clay. Colonials with the basketball. They'll work at Robert Allen's way out to the top of the circle. They get a screen opening for him to drive the right side of the lane up and in. So that quick timeout by the Colonial third-year head coach spells a little relief to cut this lead down to 4-2. to two. Early stages of period one at 5.30 to play first quarter. Devon Parker left side of Maddox Yohe. Yohe in the paint. Williams strong to the glass against the double team. Put it up and in. Brennan Williams with the southpaw dribble drive. And the strong drive results in his fourth point. And Mishawaka really hitting everything down low, trying to use their size advantage over Clay here. Christian Love with a running hook shot. Put up left side, no good. Rebound, Trent Johnson. He'll take it. Courtly. And the starters, Allen, Love, Gregory, Smith, and Franklin are all 12th graders. Free throw number one by Maddox Yohe is good. Yohe netted two points in the caveman win Friday against Wawasee at home. He averages three and a half assists per game, along with four points. 9-2 Mishawaka. They'll look for one more with the free throw by Yohe. Rims it off the soft back iron and in. Yohe two for two. Came in were only three of seven last Friday at the free throw line, but 64% is their free throw shooting percentage on the season. Right now it's 100% for tonight. Robert Allen top of the circle against Devon Parker. Tries the dribble drive. Steps in. Leans in. Bounce pass to the floor. Knocked away from... James Johnson, who's just checked in. Dribble drive right side. Makai Baker with a great move. Took it right at the defender who was not set. Put it up and then a foul. Great outlet pass. And Makai Baker on the transition hoop. He's got his first two. And the caveman up there laid to 12-2. And Mishwaka just kind of running and gunning here. Passing the ball up the court and using that speed to their advantage. And then also using their big guys with Williams and, and Baker down low. Just hammering it to him right now. So free throw upcoming for Makai Baker. Came in two for two in the earlier trips there by Maddox Yohe, and they will try to extend this lead from double digits of 10, and they'll make it 11. So they called a no shot there, lane violation. Oh, so wipe that one out. So the violation takes a point off the scoreboard and leaves it a 12-2 contest. Caveman lead, and they'll settle in defensively against Robert Allen, and now Antoine Gregory outside. Allen, dribble penetration, kicked it out. Gregory catching, shooting, three right baseline. No, rebound, Brennan Williams. Williams outlets right side of Yohe. Yohe into the forecourt, directs a little traffic. Four minutes to play, first quarter. Makai Baker, reverse skip pass, left side. Devon Parker from three, thought about it. Dribble penetrates, jump pass outside. Baker steps outside the arc, dribbles inside, puts up a little 12-footer ball, was partially blocked. And out of bounds to Mishawaka. Came in doing a good job of moving the basketball. 
But Clay has done a good job of responding and taking away some of those passing lanes and contesting Mishawaka shots. Definitely. Colonial substitution. Kylon Perry. Kylon Perry, a 5'10 senior, did not score in his effort on Saturday versus Laporte. A six-point loss to the Slicers. That's all Laporte's Gage Ott. Or check that Grant Ott Large. Score 34 points. What a night. Dribble drive inside the arc. Little pull-up deuce is good by Trent Johnson. He's got four. And it's 14-2. Mishawaka high. Lob pass down under the basket. The ball reverse tip pass outside. Stolen by Mishawaka. They in transition. Go to the basket. But Trent Johnson is fouled from behind. And Mishawaka's pressure defense and maybe a little bit of faster-paced basketball than Clay is comfortable with. Has forced a couple of mistakes and turnovers, and Trent Johnson will go to the line looking to add to this Mishawaka lead of 14-2. K-Man JVers were successful tonight. Halftime, they led it by nine, and they would win running away to a 69-46 victory. Substitution, Mishawaka Mookie Ward. 6-2 sophomore will check in for the maroon-cladded K-Man. And the second Trent Johnson free throw, another Bennett. So he goes one for two and two for two, and now guess what? It's a 14-point advantage. Caveman doing a good job at the free throw line so far, running pull-up jumper. Robert Allen can't get it to fall. Outlet pass by Williams, stolen back by Allen. His runner in the paint hits the back iron, no good. He'll get his own rebound, put it up and in. Robert Allen has four. That's all of Clay's offense, and they've cut it down to 16-4. Mookie Ward. Reverse cross-court pass to Brendan Williams drives through the teeth of a triple-team defense and lays it up and in. That was Makai Baker, I believe. Was that Baker on the basket or Williams? I think that was Williams on the basket there. Williams was six. 18-4 caveman with 245 and counting till the quarter break. Dribble penetration. Robert Allen off balance goes up against the defender. The defender got him. But there was contact way out front before the shot. According to the official Mark McCammon, and Mishawaka will send freshman Tommy Herringer into the lineup. And South Clay will counter with Davion Franklin coming back into the combination. He's also out there with James Johnson, another senior who just entered moments ago. Top side, catch and shoot from three. Robert Allen rimming no. Rebound Clay after a fingertip missed by the caveman on the defensive rebound. James Johnson saves it out left to Gregory. Gregory, 2.30 to go first quarter. Gregory got away with a travel. Jump pass, corner left. Perry launching an air ball, no good. Rebound, Makai Baker on a bounce. 2.22 in counting first quarter. 18-4, Mishawaka in the early driver's seat. Mookie Baker drives, thought about a dunk. Inside, he missed the running layup that ended up being a lay-in after there was contact, and the rebound, Herringer, and a foul. K-Man Bunch going crazy down here, thinking Mookie Ward was going to slam a jamma. And he almost got there. Just a little more height on that one, and uh, he, he needed, throw he it needed down. one more inch on, yeah, the, yeah. on that. Yeah, that's right. Tommy Herrera will go to the line. James Johnson on the foul for South Bend Clay. His first team's fourth. Mishawaka guilty of just one foul here in the early going. And Herringer will fire the first to two. Free throws up and good. K-Man off to a good start in the stripe. Makai Baker got the start tonight, getting a breather. And we'll see Maddox Johe after a brief break. Sub back in for Leon Johnson and the caveman coaching staff. Herringer, second free throw, well off the mark, no good, wide left. Rebound Clay. 
Colonial ball, 2-10 first quarter, 19-4 Mishawaka. The Cavemen looking for their seventh consecutive win on the season. Outside, right side, nothing there. Back out now, Perry goes to the right side. Three ball launched by James Johnson, no rebound, Yohe. Outlets the baseball pass, throws it 50 feet up the floor. The catch and shoot from three, missed by Trent Johnson. Long rebound comes out to Gregory. Gregory on the push, into the right point area. Dishes off to Allen. He'll dribble, penetrate, gets a double team. Still dribbles through traffic. Jump pass out to Johnson. He'll try the trace. Swish. James Johnson with the first play three-pointer of the game. Makes it 19-7. Caveman lead shrinks to a dozen with 90 seconds to go first quarter. At center floor, it is Yohee to Brendan Williams. Williams looks right corner. Touch pass. Mookie Ward inside to Herringer. And Herringer called for the shuffle step of the travel. Turnover, Mishawak in possession to the Colonials. Substitution, Devon Parker returns for Mishawaka. And Nicholas Wade, who wears the number 10 on the back of the Colonial home white jersey. With, of course, the appropriate purple and gold trim. Will sub in as well. A minute 13 at County first quarter. 19-7, Caveman. Out hash mark left side. Johnson hands it away to Wade, who just checked in. Takes a three. Dishes to Johnson. Tries the reverse skip pass. Instead, dribbles in the lane. Gives it up to Allen. Running jumper's good. Robert Allen does a good job of using the glass. Has a sixth point. 19-9, the lead cut to 10. Up the floor now, Williams. Williams with the basketball. Dribbles in the paint. Double team. Outside of Herringer. Herringer hands to Devon Parker. Right point jumper. Short. Off the front of the rim. Rebound. Robert Allen. Stripped away by Herringer. Herringer to Ward. Back to Herringer. Running layup. No good. And a blocking foul. Caveman able to draw the defensive blocking foul. Great defense right there. Took away what was kind of a, a sloppy play into a spectacular play. Definitely. And Mishwaka has really feasted off those defensive turnovers and ability to generate you know some great defense on that transition and that's why we see them out to a 10-point lead here an update for you on the u.s signcrafters scoreboard in boys basketball action tonight over in elkhart county goshen leading jimtown at the end of one period of play it is goshen 12 and jimtown six so tommy herringer who hit one for two in his first trips at the line hitting the first missing the second hits the first one here and connects on the second one as well so he goes three or four in the night but a lane violation that's a second lane violation by mishawaka tonight on free throws and both times cost them a point so possession clay with 38 seconds saturday versus laporte has his first three and it's a seven point 19 12 caveman lead now down to 15 seconds, first quarter at County. Mookie Ward tries to dribble penetrate on Robert Allen. Dishes right side to Yohe. Eight seconds. Gives to Ward. Ward, dribble drive, and he'll reach in with two hands defensively. That's one of the biggest bozo no-nos of defense. You can't grab with two hands. So the common foul on Robert Allen might be some cause of concern for Doug Barnbrook as his leading scorer, Robert Allen, has two fouls. Team sixth, 5.7 ticks to go first quarter. And Yohe will trigger the K-Man inbounds in five seconds. Goes to Mookie Ward, dribbles to a screen, launches a prayer up from three, no good. Rebound! Tipped up and in by Brendan Williams with a great recycling on the rebound and put back. Our score after eight minutes of basketball, one quarter complete here in this non-conference tilt on Tuesday night for high school boys basketball. Our score after one, Mishawaka 22, South Bend Clay 12. You're in two with Mishawaka High School Basketball, presented by Midland Engineering on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. 
Mishawaka Cavemen Basketball is brought to you by Midland Engineering Company on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. We turn the page to quarter number two along with Bruce Quick. I'm Brian Miller. After one, Mishawaka on the road leading South Bay Clay 22-12. The Cavemen with the alternate possession arrow in their favor. They go right down on the inside to the hot-handed Brandy Williams. Why is he hot? Well, I can't tell you exactly. Minutes. He really has played well. As soon as he's gotten the ball, he's taking it right to the rim, and he's either trying to draw that foul or get that and one opportunity. And, of course, that last basket to close the quarter was a sit out on the NIC logo here at Clay High School. Center floor left. Tries to dribble, penetrate, nothing there. Swings it out left side, three ball. Gregory skims it off the 180 spinner off the rim, no good. And the rebound, Brandon Williams, he got into a pickle as he got up in the air and ran out of options and threw the basketball away. On the turnover, Clay with the steal. Antoine Gregory with the basketball off left side, or the right side rather to Wade, and as he drives the dribble into a traffic of three maroon jerseys, he is upended on the floor and tied up into a jump ball with Mishawaka's Maddox Yohe. Possession arrow to Clay. Just a minute, two seconds, 6.58 to play here in our second quarter, but just a minute into our second period of play. Caveman led at 22-12 with a quarter break. And have added a free throw to start this second period of action. Inbounds, Jakari Sterling, who's just subbed in to begin the period. Sterling out there with Love, Wade, Gregory, and now the dribble drive by Wade penetrates to a short dribble drive, and he's cut off defensively. They're all out there with James, or check that with Davion Franklin. Franklin gets the ball, touch pass outside, launching a three as Nicholas Wade missing badly off the mark, no good, and Brandon Williams cleans the glass for another rebound. Gives it to Trent Johnson. Johnson in the forecourt, fakes left, goes right, strong to the glass, up no, but the missed shot is recycled up and in by Devon Parker. Parker with his first points. 25-12, Mishawaka. Christian Love launching a three, missing a three, gets the long rebound, toes strong to the hole for the rebound putback, and he gets hacked and fouled by a K-band defender, and he'll go to the stripe and shoot a pair here at 6.08 till halftime. 25-12, Mishawaka with the lead. Caveman, 6-1 on the year after a season opening loss to separate the Marion have knocked off the likes of Elkhart Christian. First free throws off the mark. Then as we turn the calendar to 2021, wins over Calumet in overtime. Home versus Elkhart January 5th at Plymouth. Home against Jimtown last Tuesday night. And then this past Friday, home versus Wawasee. Tonight, the Cavemen on the road here at Clay before back-to-back home games. January 23rd and 27th versus some pretty good competition. 7 Northridge, and then 10-3 Michigan City Marquette Catholic. Down on the inside, good post feed after free throw tries by Clay. They work it quickly down the right side. Devon Parker to Maddox Yohe, who laid it up and in. He's got six, now a steal midcourt. Devon Parker picks the pocket of one of the Colonial Guards, gives to Makai Baker. He'll dribble drive right side, put up a prayer, no good off the bottom of the rim, and rebound down to South Bay Clay. Here comes Robert Allen. Rattling Allen on the push, left of the lane. He gets a little bump hack and hip check foul by Makai Baker. That wasn't a cheap foul. That was, he got his money's worth. That's right. I printed Jason and uh, let the Colonial shoot. 
High school boys update for you. Under the first quarter, Elkhart leads Concord on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. Lions 20, Minutemen 10. Second free throw with a very friendly bounce on the home court for Christian Love. And that Colonial senior nails two for two at the line on that trip. He has four points, and it's 27-15. 5.20 to play before halftime. Yohe, quick pass inside Devon Parker. Pull-up jumper as he sails through the left side of the lane and good. Parker with four. And the lead is back to 14. And now an offensive player control foul. Clay adamant about taking the ball down the lane, either left, right, or through the center aisle. And called this time for a player control foul. So possession will go to Mishawaka. The foul on Christian Love. The player control foul is his second. Team's eighth. So possession, Mishawaka. Devon Parker, he'll play the point guard now. Brings it up the floor with five minutes before halftime. Deep foul on extension left side, Maddox Yohe. Top of the circle goes to Parker. Parker ran into a defender who was late getting to the spot and then stepped in front of Devon Parker and drew the blocking foul. That will be Latuan Smith. And Smith will pick up his second foul as well. Ninth on the team, so one and one here for Devon Parker. Looking for his first trips of the stripe tonight. And Clay will go to the bench with Johnny Watson. 6-2 sophomore forward will sub in. Clay at 2-11. We mentioned their wins over Westville and Oregon Davis. And things get no easier after tonight because Thursday they will play at South Bend Riley. Next week, they'll take on a Bremen Lion team that's certainly proven they can play with anybody in the NIC. And then February, not a whole lot easier either with games against teams like South Bend St. Joe. Elkhart out center floor. Robert Allen with the basketball. A little flip pass to Johnny Watson. Watson gives it up to Gregory. Cayman stretching out like a matchup zone for the most part. Center floor, Gregory now. Gregory. A lot of dribbling, but no dribble entry right here at 4.20 before halftime. Faking left, dribbling to that left baseline now is Johnny Watson. Gives it up to Allen. Pull-up jumper's good. Robert Allen with a quick trigger. He's got eight. 31-17, caveman. Trent Johnson down the middle of the lane, runs right through two. Count of two defenders and an easy lay-in for Trent Johnson. And that's something you definitely don't want to see is him get hot in the game he's going to take over the game and so you got to limit his touches at all times johnson with eight 33 17 caveman extend the lead back to the sweet 16. 350 before halftime little cr crossover dribble nice move nicholas wade to the right side of the glass use the angle against the defender with a long right arm and stretch it off the window got a high roller off the iron and Nicholas Wade has his first two. Baseline dribble drive. Left side, Trent Johnson missed it off the rim. No, but right there to recycle it is Brendan Williams for his 11th point. 35-19, Clay trailing by 16 again. Robert Allen with the basketball for the Colonials. Goes center floor to Johnny Watson. Back to Robert Allen. Allen had the basket this moments ago. He'll try to split one, two, and three defenders, but he has bumped and fouled with a good dribble drive. Is able to draw the blocking foul. And he'll shoot a couple. No, they'll say it was a non-shooting foul, so a common foul because that is only five against Mishawak. And Devon Parker was guilty for his first of the night. 
High lob inbounds, deflected by Maddox Yohe, and Yohe will have an uncontested layup. He missed it. Nobody back defensively, and he missed the bunny layup, and then late to the party, Nicholas Wade got the rebound and then had it knocked out of bounds. Yohe was so wide open that he got directly under the rim, had a horrible angle, and just simply missed the bunny. And being in that situation as a player, having that wide open layup, you almost wish there was someone right there, someone beside you. So you kind of mentally trick yourself out. It's too easy to miss. How can I miss it? And he ends up taking a bad angle there to the hoop. Nicholas Wade with it out center floor to Robert Allen. 35-19, Clay down 16, make it 14 as Robert Allen splits the defense. That kid can dribble penetrate. He's a nice player and plays much larger than 5'8 that he's listed at. And Mishawaka and Coach Leon Johnson will burn a K-band timeout. We'll do the same at 2.36 to go before halftime. Colonials and the K-band duke it out here in this non-conference tilt. And our score with, again, 2.36 before half and the Mishawaka timeout. K-band 35-21 leaders. We're back after this on WSBT. So after the timeout taken by Mishawaka... The K-Men listened to their acting head coach, Leon Johnson, set up a great play on the left side with the Maddox-Yohe three, a wide-open tray to extend this lead to the largest at 17, and then Clay back on the other end of the floor trying to work it down on the inside, and Jakari Sterling called for an illegal screen and will give the ball back to Mishawaka but allow some free throws as now that foul on Clay Puts the caveman for the final 2-11 of our first half into the double bonus. That is a 10th on Clay. The foul there on Jakari Sterling is his second of the half. And Maddox-Yohe with the free throw off the rim. No good. He will have one more. Second Yohe free throw. Softly off the bottom of the net and nothing more. He swishes that one and it makes it 39-21 now. Just over two minutes before halftime. Top of the circle, Christian Love gives it off to Wade. Running jumper for Clay, no good. Rebound Mookie Ward. Ward outlets to Yohe, dribbles to the left wing, pull up 12-footer, swish. Maddox Yohe with his ninth basket, or ninth point rather, from the floor in his 12th overall, thanks with three free throws. It's 41-21. Caveman with a 20-point lead and a dribble drive by Robert Allen. And waiting, waiting, and waiting for that player offensive charge was Maddox Yohe. Credit him for that gutsy move of taking the charge right to the chest. And that is a tough foul for Robert Allen. A frustration foul maybe as much as it is also his third foul of the game. So he'll set the rest of this half a minute 42 before the break. And Kylon Perry will sub back in for stopping Clay. 41-21. Cavemen in the driver's seat. They led it by 10 at the end of one, but they have turned up the fire here in this second period. Yohe, jump pass. Parker, shot of the lane. Blocked by Clay and Franklin. Rebound, Colonials. Outlet pass up the floor. Gregory draws the double team. Antoine Gregory, jump pass to the left corner. Now feeds it back with a great outside-inside pass, and Daylon Franklin lays it up and in. That was a great awareness on the far left side there on that pass by Perry. And now a three-ball launch by Trent Johnson, a little out of control, threw a one up from NBA range, no good. And the ball goes out of bounds, touch last by Mishawaka. So in a minute five to go in the first half, and leading 41-23, Mishawaka will settle back into a man-to-man defense. 
Antoine Gregory, deep right wing, looks inside, post bounce pass into Franklin, turnaround hook shot, left-handed, sloppily off the window, no good. Way off the mark, and the rebound to Tread Johnson. 50 seconds of the half. Johnson fakes, shakes, bakes, dribble drive, kicks it right corner. Brandon Williams thinks about a three, launches and misses. Rebounded by Antoine Gregory for Clay. He'll bring it across the timeline at 40 seconds. Doubles to the right wing, gets off with a pushing foul, but an inside flip pass that somehow, someway got past the defender, Brennan Williams, in the hands of Davion Franklin, and he'll lay it up and in. 41-25 now. Brennan Williams out right side. Tries to dribble, penetrate, nothing much there. Now pulls it back out. Now he'll dribble back into the lane. Running hook shot missed badly against the double team. Rebounded by Gregory and Clay at nine seconds. Gregory races across the timeline at seven. Pulls on the brakes. I don't think he's aware of the time on the clock. Four seconds, three seconds. Now pull up, step back three, air ball. And we go to the half with Mishawaka in control after two quarters. Our score here as we near the Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report. Our score at the break, Mishawaka 41, South Bay Clay 25. We'll be back with our halftime report to check scoring and statistics with Bruce Quick. We'll get an update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard for high school boys and high school girls basketball on this Tuesday night along with some college basketball more. Jerry Janowski with the honors tonight on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard and much, much more. But here at halftime, 6-1 Mishawaka looking for their seventh win in a row. Leads 2-11 South Bay Clay. Mishawaka Cavemen Basketball is brought to you by Midland Engineering Company on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. And welcome back to South Bend Clay High School with Bruce Quick from the Mishawaka Athletics Department. I'm Brian Miller. Thanks to Jerry Janowski for that update on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. And welcome now to our Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report. Brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Granting a better future. Halftime. Things looking shiny bright or maybe in educational values. An A-plus right now for the caveman <laughs> Bruce Quick. Mishawaka on the road. Leading South Bend Clay, 41-25. Cavemen led it by 10 after one period of play, 22-12, and they have really turned up the heat in a, a lot of different capacities. Crashing the boards, number one. Two, kind of picking up the defensive intensity, and I think also the physicality of this game just a little bit. And certainly some very, very solid play early from Brendan Williams. And that second quarter kind of kind of belonged to Maddox Yohe. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And the big thing you've been talking about is rebounding. Mishawaka leads uh, Clay in rebounds, 18-8, so a 10-rebound advantage there. And they're also getting penetration at the basket and getting fouled. So they've been to the line 15 times, making 10 of those 15 shots for 67% here, while Clay has only gotten the line three, or excuse me, four times and sinking down three of those shots. If we go through Clay's scorebook to update their points, we have Wade with two points. We have Love who has three points, Gregory, who has three points, and then the Colonials' leading scorer tonight and arguably their best player on the team, Allen, has ten at the half, and we'll conclude with Franklin, who has four, and Johnson could add a three on top of that. Talking about Maddox, Yohe in his second quarter outburst here as we go through the Cavemen. Yohe has 12 points, and uh, he leads the Cavemen in all point categories at the half with Johnson shortly behind there at eight, and then Parker... At six points, Williams also had a dominating first quarter and ends the half with 11 points. And Baker and Hangner each add two points to the caveman total tonight. So 
So some good numbers, very balanced scoring for the Cavemen. You mentioned Devon Parker, six points. All those came in that second quarter as well. Maddox Johees, a dozen here in this first half, kind of been the, the, the full variety pack, a three-point shot, two three-pointers or two two-pointers rather in the second quarter to go along with the first quarter basket, and he's hit three of four free throws tonight. So that certainly is quite encouraging for the uh, caveman sophomore guard and certainly uh, taking some of the pressure off of Trud Johnson, who is averaging 23 points per game at 25, including six three-pointers on Friday night versus Wawa C. So certainly, but right now, there's no question in the, in the locker room these cavemen are talking about, let's not let up, let's not take a step back or feel sorry for anybody or whatever because exactly. you want to continue your, your good play. And this caveman club that's averaging right now six matchup versus the Northridge Raiders. At the same time, too, they average 53 points per game. They'd love to try to keep this play team under that average of 53 to help their defensive average. So certainly an interesting third quarter will come, and we'll see what adjustments these two teams do make. Here at the break on the Mishawaka Education Halftime Report, Mishawaka 41, South Bay Clay 25. First and I'll be back with third quarter play-by-play after this. On WSBT. Men basketball is brought to you by Midland Engineering Company on Sports Radio 961 WSBT. We turn the page to quarter number three with Bruce Quick. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here on the radio. If you cannot be here in person, we'll certainly have uh, caveman basketball for you Saturday evening here on SBT. I know there was some confusion on the schedules. Uh, this Friday and Saturday is a doubleheader weekend for basketball versus Northridge. The girls play the Raiders on Friday, and the boys will play Northridge on Saturday. And that boys game will be a home game at Mishawaka. Raider Club 7-3 and three going into the weekend. They are actually in action tonight over Penn High School versus the Kingsmen. Should be a great finish there. But we'll look forward to that action on Saturday if you not one of those lucky ones who can get into the cave during our uh, COVID restrictions. We'll have it on the radio right here at WSBT. Vince Sedario will be, we, we'll be with me. It's not that tough to say. We'll be with <laughs> me for the, all the action. Alternate position arrow. Mishawaka with possession going from left to right. Shooting the south basket here at Clay Gym. And they will go back to their starting combination of Yohe, Trent Johnson, Devon Parker, Brendan Williams, and Makai Baker. And the Cavemen do a good job of working the basketball for about 40 seconds, and then a left-wing miss no good by Makai Baker on the rebound down to South Bend Clay. They trail it 41-25. High lob on the right corner. He goes that way to Latuan Smith. They, too, will start their starting combo with Franklin Smith, Gregory Love, and Robert Allen, who launches an NBA right side three. No rebound and a hop down to Maddox Yohe. Thought about the home run pass down the floor, and then he'll dribble it up the court, down through the middle of the teeth of the lane area, outside to Devon Parker, catching, shooting the three, and he'll nail it. Devon Parker, who had six in the second quarter on a couple of two-point field goals and a pair of free throws, nails the triple right there. Parker averages six, well above his average, having a great ball game here at Clay. Deep right point now, Latuan Smith. Smith inside to Franklin, now on the right side to Love, and he'll try to dribble penetrate. But his defender was not set and called for crashing. His defender, Maddox Yohe. Yohe's foul, his first, team's first of the half. Again, just underway here in period number three. High lob on the inbounds. Top side, it is Antoine Gregory. Gregory gives it up. Right corner to Smith. He'll fire the three and get it. 
Good catch and shoot by the 5'10 senior, Latuan Smith. And that makes it 44-28. Lead cut to 16 now. If you're Mishawaka with this big lead, what you want to do is stay sound uh, defensively with the fundamentals here. It's easy to continue playing offense, see that basket go in as they've been penetrating all day, but you got to stay committed to your tough defense here. Colonials defensively going to a box and one right now with a zone other than chasing in a one-to-one man-on-man with Trent Johnson defended there by Christian Love, and then Johnson tries to feed it inside, but it's knocked out of bounds on that far left baseline by the Colonial aforementioned defender Christian Love. Colonials 2-11 on the season. When they get back in the conference play Thursday versus Riley, they'll try to get their first league win against five defeats. Inbounds, Caveman works the top side to Maddox Show. He steps behind the arc, launches a fadeaway three. Ribby, no rebound. Caveman, but Makai Baker couldn't save it before it hit the end line. So out of bounds to Clay at 5.40 to go third quarter, and the Caveman advantage is 44-28. Backcourt inbounds, picked up at midcourt in the man-to-man by Trent Johnson. Dribbling is Gregory, now steps back, launches a long-range three and nails it. His second triple, he had 23 in his first varsity action of the season. After an academic suspension, Gregory came back strong in the debut of his season, Saturday versus Laporte, and has six here in Trent Johnson. Will get his first three of the basketball game, and that's home is 11 point. 46 31 at 5.05, third period. Actually, check that. That was a two. Thank you, Bruce. I was trained to look at those officials, but you know, <laughs> you'd think I've only done this 35 years, you'd keep, right. keep doing that. Christian Love with a running layup, no good. Rebound, Mitchell Walker. Trent Johnson goes with a finger roll right side, thought he got fouled, missed the layup, rebounded Clay. Here comes Love, up the floor to Gregory, jump pass in the right corner, catch and shoot Allen, working with three fouls, launches, misses, rebound Devon Parker, outlets to Trent Johnson, he'll run at court length in the running right-handed layup is good. Good, strong explosion down the middle of the lane for Trent Johnson, he's got 13. And the lead back down to 17 at 48-31, but stepping around the defender was Brendan Williams. Good move to the hoop there by Clay's Christian Love and a foul. Right there, just laziness defensively. He drove right past that first Mishawaka defender, forced Williams to step up there and contest that shot. So Clay here starting off better offensively. Mishawaka obviously responded with a couple layups and a deep three there. So we'll see if Clay can step it up defensively. Substitution, Mishawaka, Makai Baker will take a chair. Subbing in will be Caleb Williams. This is his first look tonight. And a free throw up. And good for Christian Love. So Love nails a couple of charity stripers. That's where his points have come from tonight at the free throw line, all five of them. It is a 48-34 count. And another set of substitutions that do include for South Bay Clay, Jakari Sterling subbing in for Davion Franklin. 4-26 third quarter. It's 48-34 Caveman, and they have possession. Going left to right. Coming to the near end of the court where we're setting. The catch and shoot by Yohe. Thought about it just a little too long and missed the jumper from three. Rebound, Clay. Here comes Gregory. Gregory left side. Looking that way, nothing there. Reverses off to the right corner now. And Robert Allen at four minutes to play, third period. 
Allen dribbles through a crowd inside the arc. Line drive jumper. Misses. Follows his own shot. Gets the rebound after a little scramble for the loose basketball. Puts up the jumper. No. Rebound Williams for Clay or for Mishawaka. Caleb Williams out to Brennan Williams. Running left-handed layup. No and a foul. Well, Caleb Williams got it and got out and went. <laughs> Had the giddy up after the rebound. Definitely some fresh legs coming. They're not playing that first half there. Eager to get up and down the court. And he really has been able to do that these past couple games. He's been one of their best transition runners here for the Cavemen. So it'll be definitely interesting to see with him in the mix what they can do. South Bend Clay foul to Antoine Gregory. The 5'8 seniors first foul. Team's first of the half. And substitution. Clay will bring Kylon Perry. One of nine seniors on Clay's varsity basketball roster in. And another senior, James Johnson, will sub in for Robert Allen, who again is working for Coach Doug Barnbrook in this Colonial Club with three fouls. He picked those up in the first half. After missing the first free throw badly, Brandon Williams is able to do much better in round two, let's just simply say. 49-34, long three. Wow, way up the mark by Gregory. Airball rebound. Devon Parker, transition, little shovel pass to... Trent Johnson intercepted by Clay. Back the other way is Gregory. Gregory reverse skip pass. Back to the far right side. James Johnson strong move to the glass. And then the finesse finger roll for two. Gives him five. And it's 49-36. Clay is clawed back within 13. Devon Parker and a timeout. Or not. Official stop play. And a 30-second timeout now will be burned after a brief conversation with the man in stripes. Leon Johnson will take a Mishawakan timeout. We'll do the same 3-11 third quarter. The lead has been trimmed to 13. Mishawaka 49, South Lake Clay 36. We break for this 30-second timeout on WSBT. Let's get a couple of updates on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard for high school boys and girls basketball and girls action. The end of regulation, Penn and Knox are not at 37-37. That means they're going overtime. Halftime in boys action, Northridge leads Penn 35-28. The end of three, Goshen with a big lead on Jimtown, 38-25. After the Mishawaka timeout, they work it from the inside to the outside and then back inside with a little hook shot put up by Brennan Williams and missed no good. The rebound now to South Bend Clay. Top of the circle, James Johnson dribbles with the sagging caveman defense. Gives it the left side and a three ball by Nicholas Wade. Well off the mark, no. Rebound caveman. They'll go in transition and Brandon Williams going up for the shot. Had it just defender and then it just rattled the momentum of the play and he lost it out of bounds for a turnover. Caveman substitutions. Six foot two. Battled some early injury difficulties. Came back in a substitutes role Friday versus Wawasee and scored a couple of points. He subs in. Brandy Williams takes his chair. And at 2.32 to go third quarter, Clay tries to trim into this 13-point deficit. Outside, Gregory hands to Allen. Allen hands to Franklin. Now Johnson on the dribble drive running. Hook shot up. No, but he's fouled. So right now, over these last four minutes, after a comfortable 41-25 halftime lead, and we talked about Mishawaka's aggressive defense, a little helter-skelter, I guess, uh, pace of play, and certainly uh, more physicality. Clay's been the better, uh, more aggressive team, I guess, 
in this last three or four minutes of this third quarter has got them back in this basketball game. They've cut it within 12 with that James Johnson free throw. We'll have one more. Definitely, and I think Pen- or, excuse me, Clay has really been able to penetrate uh, down low, which is something that the Cavemen started off doing, and I'm not sure if maybe Mishawaka just has called off the dogs or, or Penn is starting, excuse me, once again, Clay is starting to hit those penetration looks down low. By the way, Northridge is playing Penn. But <laughs> That's right. I've done That's that right. I gotta, I'll write that down ten times, ten times. Baseline, dribble drive, jump pass outside by Thomas, gives it up, gets it back, throws up a three, left corner, no. Rebound, South Bend Clay. Colonials could cut it to single digits here. Way outside the arc, Gregory. I thought I saw the light bulb come on. I thought he might try that NBA <laughs> range. Gregory, after the dribble, picks up his dribble. Now he'll fire the three and miss it badly. Rebounded, Nicholas Wade. Wade outlets it now. Or after the miss, rather, the caveman outlet it to Trent Johnson. He'll dribble to the floor. And speaking of Wade, as he chases down the rebound, the ball goes off his hands out of bounds. Oh, wow. And this caveman bench down in front of us here. We'll argue that call, that clearly went off the Colonial rebounder, Robert Allen, but the official underneath must have been screened because he will give the basketball back to Clay. 49-38, 11-point game. Allen in the paint, running layup right side against the double team, throws up a pair, misses badly. Rebounded Trent Johnson. Johnson on the push, down the left side of the lane, runner, up, no. Rebound, Gregory for Clay. He'll run it back the other way. Dribbles in the lane, dishes off to Allen, and he gets hammered going up for the lay-in as Clay right now is beating Mishawaki in the transition game, getting back defensively. And then hustling back on the O side on the offense, and Robert Allen will go to the line, and this could make this a single-digit basketball game. Clay led by, or rather Mishawaka led by as many as 20 points, as I recall, and Robert Allen nails the first of two free throws. That last Mishawaka foul on Maddox-Johe, his second, team's fourth of the half. Trent Johnson will check out, get that little extra breather before the quarter break, a minute 16 in the period. And Robert Allen with one more free throw lane violation. He hits the free throw, but wipe it out. Uh, A clay player stepped well into the lane. (laughs) We could even call that from up here. That's right. It was quite Captain Obvious. So possession caveman wipe out. That's the third free throw tonight we've seen wiped out. Twice by Mishawaka, once by Clay on lane violations. Mookie Ward out center floor. Goes to Yohe, now to Makai Baker. One minute, third quarter. Yohe dribbles around the circle from right to left. Pulls it out, deep left point area. Baker back to Yohe. Yohe, ball fakes. Now entry pass in, catching, turning, shooting. Sicario Thomas misses, rebound Colonials. Perry will wait for things to clear. Now gives it up to Antoine Gregory. Gregory outside, now dribble drive, Wade, jump pass to the left corner, goes to Perry right side, Perry in the lane, slices from left to right hand and lays it up and in, first first two points, and Clay has cut this to an eight-point basketball game, 49-41. And once again, Mishwaka going away from the fundamentals, falling for the pump fake, and he drives uncontested all the way inside. Caleb Williams into Yohe, double team, back to in the lane, rebound put up and in. 141 back the other way running scoop layup no by Christian Love he'll get the rebound put it up and in and he's fouled by Mishawakis Makai Baker I didn't see who got credit Sicario Thomas Thomas yep. got the uh, tip in or the rebound basket for his first two on our south end of the of the court 
And way down on the north end, here on the north end of South Bend, <laughs> way on the north end, on the other side of the court from our vantage point, the Colonials scoop layup by Christian Love is good, but the free throw is missed, and the rebound, Mishawaka, they'll go back in transition, and they'll get the tip in. Makai Baker with the running jumper missed it, but there to tip it in just before the horn was Caleb Williams for his first field goal to put the lead back to Tam. Caveman dodging a comeback bullet there by South Bend Clay and our score after three. Caveman 53, Colonials 43. Fourth quarter actions next. Stay tuned as you're two in Mishawaka High School basketball a 96-1 WSBT, the sports leader. We turn the page to quarter number four along with Bruce Quick. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us for an exciting high school night of basketball here on this Tuesday. And unfortunately, if you're a Caveman fan, it's got a little too exciting. Caveman had led by as many as 20 points, but Clay had cut this game down to as few as nine and at the quarter break down by 10. And Clay with the alternate possession arrow had the basketball but failed on a possession and lose the ball out of bounds. So Mishawaka will get it and try to extend this lead back beyond the double-digit 10 points. Yohe, Williams, Williams, Trent Johnson, and Devon Parker out there. What would be the normal starting five with this K-Man club, and they'll work at left side. Maddox Yohe, who had a hot hand in period two, misses the left side three. Rebound, Clay. They'll work at left side. Wide open, James Johnson. Launching the tray, missing the tray. Rebound, Sterling gives it outside left, and they'll put back up and in by Perry. Kylan Perry with a couple of putback baskets here in this last couple of minutes and has pulled his team now within eight points, 53-45, just underway in period number four. And Mishawaka just plagued by shooting, only 41% from field goals and 16% from downtown. And Trent Johnson on the dribble drive left side got a feed from Devon Parker and beat his defender to the spot. The defender late to the party gets called for a step-in bumping foul. That guilty defender is James Johnson for South Bend Clay. The six-foot senior has his second foul. Team's third of the second half. Common foul inbounds. Triggered by Maddox Yohe. Pounds it in on the on the end line and it's intercepted by Clay. Stolen away from Williams. Up the floor. Left side. Christian Love beat his defender back down the floor by a half a step. He beat his numerical counterpart Trent Johnson. And the bucket will count, and a foul on Trent Johnson for Mishawaka, and that will be his first. And his second and one opportunity here in the second half. Really sparked a a, plug here for Clay. A foul number six on Mishawaka, so the next time we'll send Clay to the bonus situation. And the free throw missed by Love, but the rebound tapped by a Colonial defender and then kicks it back outside. Clay retains possession. They missed the left side three, and then a rebounding foul inside on Clay. And this foul will be on Davion Franklin. That'll be his second, fourth on the team. Clay with four fouls, six on Mishawaka. Things getting quite interesting here, Bruce Quick, at 53-47. This is a big possession for Mishawaka. Definitely. You want to get some points on the board, and I think you want to penetrate inside here. You've been shooting the ball from deep and nothing falling for you. Settling for those jumpers, and instead a dribble drive top of the circle. And Devon Parker is reached and fouled by a clay defender. And that colonial foul will be in Antoine Gregory and his second. 
I think if you're Mishawaka, you really want a Trent Johnson bucket right here. Start to get him on fire. It's a fifth team foul inbounds to Brendan Williams, or rather Caleb Williams. He will take it to the hole, put it up Remy. No, a little flat on the shot off the rim. Rebounded by Gregory. Clay on the push into the forecourt. Perry back to Gregory at 6.20 to play, fourth period. 53-47, Mishawaka with the lead. They've gone scoreless here to start in this first near two minutes of the fourth period. Now dribble drive, leaning in, spinning in, driving in. Christian Love misses the bunny. Rebound tapped by Franklin and saved by Clay. And a pushing foul inside on Mishawaka. Caveman foul on Caleb Williams. I have him for his first. That is the seventh on the team, so one of the bonus now for Christian Love, who missed a free throw a few moments ago. Looking for the old-fashioned three-point play, and he'll miss this one as well. He's missed his last three free throws. Caveman substitution. Caleb Williams will take a chair. Sophomore Mookie Ward will sub in. Clay also bringing Robert Allen back to the bench. Robert is working. Allen's working with three fouls. And the free throw that time by Christian Love is nothing but net. 53-48, five-point ball game now. Six minutes, fourth quarter. Trent Johnson, defended by his numerical counterpart, Christian Love, leans in the lane, throws up a jumper. No. Rebound, Clay and Franklin. Outlets to Gregory. Gregory runs the floor, left the lane into Christian Love. Gets a bump off the defender and put it up and in. Clay's pulled within three now at 53-50. Maddox Shohey, top of the circle. Hands to Devon Parker. Clay getting out and getting after it defensively now. Center floor, Mookie Ward, right corner, Devon Parker, three ball, Remy, no, way outside on the arc. The rebound pulled down by Clay, Gregory, 40-foot pass up to Franklin. Franklin in the corner to Gregory, back out to Franklin, and he will be called for the travel. Turnover by Clay at 524th quarter. And hand gestures, if that could speak volumes, Leon Johnson just putting the palms down the floor, settle down. Telling this K-Bay club trying to improve on their 6-1 record to take care of the ball. Jump pass inside Maddox. Joey forced it into a crowd, intending to get it on a post lob to Brendan Williams. But a defensive foul on plays Franklin. David Dion Franklin, his third. Team six of the half. Common foul inbounds. Maddox Yohe will trigger it. Gets it into Mookie Ward. Gets it right back to Yohe. He'll try the post up turnaround. Spinning jumper's good. Big bucket for the K band sophomore. Maddox Yohe with the first points in a long time for Mishawaka. And they lead it 55 50. And he's been their go to guy tonight, leading the K in points. So maybe start feeding him the ball and spread out the court a little bit. Robert, Robert Allen, dribble drive. Gives it inside to Perry and then feeds it back out. Top of the circle, Christian Love. Love gives it up. Gregory, dribble penetrates, shot put up and swatted away with authority by Brendan Williams. Good defense by the caveman forward. Possession, Clay at 436, fourth quarter. And we got a couple of updates. Finals on the U.S. Sidecrafter School Board and girls action tonight. Two girls finals. South Bend St. Joe's defeated South Bend Adams 61-49. And in overtime, Penn has defeated Knox. Number one ranked Penn holds off the Redskins, 46-39. That in girls' action in overtime. So before we continue, timeout taken by Mishawaka. 
So 4.36 to go, fourth quarter. We'll take a 30-second break with our score. Mishawaka 55, Southland Clay 50. We break for this on WSBT. Inbounds, Colonials trailing by five here on their home court in a valiant come-from-behind effort. Dribble drive in the lane. What a penetration dribble move by Robert Allen. He got body contact and somehow reached around the defender for Mishawaka. Put it up and in. 55-52 now. That's something we've seen all night. Feed him. Penetrates down the middle of the lane and makes a super highly contested shot. Javon Parker outside to three land for a three-ball. Maddox show he misses, but the tip in. Johnson gets back to five, but now the lead is cut back to two with a long-range left-wing three by Antoine Gregory. He dribbled across the timeline and just fired it from the SB logo. Speaking of threes, Maddox Johe will try the tray. No good. Rebound. Clay can tie it. Outlet transition running layup. Love is good, and we are tied at 57. A 20-point lead has evaporated. And Clay looking for just their third one of the season has all the momentum right now against a, frust- a flustered and frustrated Colonial, or rather Caveman Club. And now in the lane, Brandon Williams dribble penetrates. He gets reached in tight. A ball was knocked away, but then he re-grabbed the possession with Clay's Jakari Sterling. And they'll say a jump ball and a possession arrow in favor of visiting Mishawaka. Caveman get a break. Yeah, exactly. You're tied with three minutes to go here. You've given up that 20-point lead. Right now, you just need to get back to your basics. And that's Cody Johnson right there. And he pulled off. He definitely pulled off as they started to make contact. So that's a tough call on the caveman sophomore. Yohe's third, led by as many as 20 at 41-21. It was 53-43 after three, and now it's 58-57, 59-57. Clay with its first lead of the night. 3.08 to play. Devon Parker, right corner to Maddox Johe. Double team. Jump pass in the lane, deflected away from Williams. And intercepted by Clay. Here come the Colonials. Perry, shy of the timeline. Now gives it up to Christian Love. Love outside. Gregory dribble penetrates. Outlet pass deflected to a Clay intended shooter. The ball went right through a teammate's hands to Kylan Perry. Right place, right time. Better to be lucky than good at 62-57. And Trent Johnson simply takes the basketball himself down the right side of the lane, put it up at him, and then a whistle and a stoppage in play. Doug Barnbrook barking from the Clay bench. And let's see what do we have here. Is there a technical whistle? Or was there a delay of game warning, possibly? Clock stopped at 2.36. Fourth quarter, that Trent Johnson basket is second of the fourth quarter. And the inbounds to Clay deflected right out immediately by Devon Parker. So we'll inbound it instead of on the baseline in front of us on the right of the basket. Now we'll shift 25 feet to the left side of the basket. 62-59. Yes, 62-59. Clay... And a timeout by Doug Barnbrook, a full timeout for the host Colonials. Caveman fans, your team on the road needs a rally. They trail it by three, 62-59. We break for this message on 96-1, WSBT, the sports leader.
Along with Bruce Quick, I'm Brian Miller. 2.35 to play fourth quarter. Boy, oh boy, it is nail-biting time here on the north side of South Bend. Let's get some scores on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. First in college basketball in men's action, Purdue. A big Big Ten win over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Boilermakers 67, Ohio State 65. Boys basketball final. Goshen has defeated Jimtown. 49-32, and we mentioned some girls finals earlier. Penn survives a scare on the road in overtime. Down at Knox, 49, or 46, rather, 39. And the inbounds to Clay, stolen by Mishawaka. Williams dribbles the lane, put it up, no. Rebound, Trent Johnson, and a foul. He gets the bucket, and he'll go the line looking for the old-fashioned three-point play that could tire this basketball game at 62. Big inbounding steal by the caveman defense. Mookie Ward, Trent Johnson in on the hustle play. That's exactly what you want there. You want your star player to get that ball and hit those and one shot and, and uh, hopefully spark a caveman run here. And now there is some confusion on how many free throws we're shooting. Well, the basket did go in, didn't it? It did go in. Okay, it should well, be good. Three for four there, and we're knotted at 62. Inbounds. Devon Parker ties up Allen, but Allen wrestles it away. Gives to Gregory. Gregory up the floor to Allen. Allen in the lane. He's reached in and fouled from behind by Mookie Ward. That'll be the ninth caveman foul. So one and the bonus for Robert Allen, who is one for one at the free throw line tonight. 2-19 to play. 62-62. South Bend Clay looking for an upset, no doubt, of 6-1 Mishawaka. The Colonials stand at 2-11 and 11 on the season, and Robert Allen misses the free throw. Rebound down to Mishawaka, Caleb Williams. Williams outlets to Trent Johnson. Up the floor to Devon Parker. Parker double-team, gives it up to Williams. Williams circles it outside to Ward. Ward to Williams, reverse hook pass. Devon Parker catching, shooting, and three. Ribbing, no, rebound. Down to Clay. Here comes Gregory. Gregory, left side, feeds it, running, layup, missed the layup. Sterling, too strong with the left hand, the rebound. With a minute 52 to play, to Mishawaka. Trent Johnson controls it. We're not at 62-62. And now after the cavemen get the basketball across the hash mark and the timeline, they're just going to hold the basketball for a moment with Mookie Ward. Ward tries to dribble penetrate, draws the double team, gives to Brandon Williams. Williams outlets to Caleb Williams and just with the bad pass had to save it in a chase down mode. Outside to Devon Parker, he'll throw up another three. Misses badly. Rebound to Mishawaka. Williams on the baseline. Outside Trent Johnson and Johnson called for the player control foul. They'll say he backed into the defender who in my estimation was backpedaling. Yes, I'm not sure that the defender's feet were set there and Mishawaka, I'm not sure I agree with Parker but, taking that three there either. You, Johnson led with the shoulder, and you're going to get that play called against the offensive player more times than not. Left side running layup. His play goes on the attack. Missed by Christian Love. Rebound, Mishawaka. We are at 109 to play. Knotted at 62. So with a minute here, you don't want to settle for just anything. There's no shot clock. Run your plays and get the exact look you want. Brandon Williams over here on the right side. Has given up his dribble. Back to the sophomore Mookie Ward. Trent Johnson standing isolated over on the left hash mark area. Really not part of the offense right now. Down to 45 seconds. Is Clay going to 
or rather is Mishawaki going to try to milk this for a final shot and not let Clay have a possession. Mookie Ward in a dribble of the double team has the ball stolen away. Running layup. Robert Allen misses it. Rebounded Mishawaka. Here come the K-man Trent Johnson. Pull up 15-footer book it. Johnson with the rebound and the lay-in. Gregory back the other way. Running layup no good. And the running layup is tapped out of bounds on the miss and knocked out of bounds by Mishawaka. At 20 seconds, K-man laid it by two. So Trent Johnson going coast to coast there. He got back, hustled on defense, and got that tip, and then came back down and got that much-needed bucket for the caveman. He says, get on my back, guys. I am going <laughs> to take you to the promised land on that possession. There is no way he would be denied on that shot. So a timeout by Doug Barnbrook and the South Bend Clay Colonials. A full timeout. We're going to take a quick break with our score. Mishawaka, 64 South Bend Clay 62. We have 20 seconds remaining fourth quarter. We're back after this short 30-second break on WSBT. Along with Bruce Quick from Mishawaka High School Athletics, I'm Brian Miller. Brought you along for a good one, didn't I? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Good one on on a Tuesday night here, cold Tuesday night. Snow on the ground. And we'll see. I think Allen has got to take the last shot. That or Love. Those have been your two players that really turned it on this second half. Well, let's see what Clay decides to do. They took the timeout. And now a quick timeout taken by Mishawaka and acting head coach Leon Johnson. So they see the setup on the inbound. And just literally before the inbound took place, in fact, I thought they'd handed the ball to the inbound player. Mishawaka will burn a timeout. We're going to keep it right here with 20 seconds to go in a 64-62 contest with visiting Mishawaka holding on for dear life against South Bend Clay. These two teams certainly no strangers to one another. Although over the last 35 years, Clay has dominated this series 30 games to 15. Last year, Mishawaka won at the Cave 62-50. In 2019 here, Clay won 61-52. And another game in the 60s right now with 20 ticks to go. Mishawaka up by just two, 64-62. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. A couple of boys finals that we do now have. Elkhart has taken care of business versus Concord in dominating fashion. The Elkhart Lions went over the Minutemen 77-40 at Northside Gym. Goshen, a home winner tonight versus Jimtown, 49-32. And also, in case you missed the college basketball final for the Big Ten earlier, Purdue a two-point winner over Ohio State. Let's set the table now. Inbounds Clay, 20 seconds to go. They have it in their forecourt, baseline left. It will be interesting to see if they go for a quick shot or milk the final 20 seconds for a final shot to tie or win it. Inbounds, it comes Allen, out center floor. Now Allen gets a screen, dribbled, penetrates outside the Gregory at 14. Gregory steps back, fires a three. Remy, no. Rebounded to Mishawaka. Brendan Williams and a foul. He has forced this game into crunch time and nail-body time with 8.3 seconds to play. And these are a couple of big free throws here for Brendan Williams. Free throw number one is off the mark. No good. Rebound, Clay. Perry. 
at five seconds. Outlets it up the floor. Here comes Nicholas Wade. He'll drive the left side running layup. Is off the mark. No good. And at four tenths of a second, he is fouled and will have two free throws. The caveman foul on Devon Parker. That's exactly who you want to have at the line with .4 seconds to go. He's been in the line twice now in the second half with hand one opportunities. Knocked both of them down. So you have to like your chances here if you're Clay. And to ice the free throw shooter, Leon Johnson will burn a Mishawaka timeout. Four tenths of a second. Four tenths of a second. Yes, that is correct. That is all that remains. And you have to think that with a miss... The only chance you have is for a tip, and you do not have time for a catch and shoot with four tenths of a second. Exactly. Yeah, and you have to. If you're Coach Johnson, you have to be telling your players: one, don't commit any lane violations. Don't give them an extra uh, shot there at the end. And two, box out. You have to box out. That tipping is the only way that you end up losing or tying this game. 64-62, Mishawaka with the lead. At leading basket a little earlier by Trent Johnson is the current difference. Caveman led by 10 after one. They led by 20 late second quarter, 41-21. Led at halftime, 41-25. Lead was cut back to 10 at the end of three, 53-43. But truly from about the three-minute mark of the third quarter until now, it has, been, it has been Clay's basketball game. Free throws here for Christian Love. He is a two-shot free throw shooting opportunity. The first free throw is up and swish. He will have one more that could tie this basketball game and probably send it to overtime. Christian Love, 5'11 senior. Left-hander eyes it, flies it, and misses the free throw. Rebound, Mishawaka, and the caveman dodged the bullet. Christian Love had the chance to tie the game with the free throw but missed it. And the rebound hops out on the floor, chased down by the caveman, and Mitchell Walker literally escapes with a one-point victory. Final score, Mitchell Walker 64, South Bend Clay 63. Everybody in maroon and white here can exhale as they will escape with win number seven on the season. But it was not a, well, might have been a lucky seven for that matter, sure. Bruce. That one was right down to the wire, and give credit to South Bend Clay and Coach Doug Barnbrook. His kids never quit despite being down by 20 points. Exactly what I was going to say. They came out second half, and they just kept shooting and kept pounding it, and they knew good things would happen. And sure enough, they, they come away with the one-point loss and a chance to tie it there. You can't ask for anything better from a 2-11 team. Cavemen with some sloppy play in the second half left the door open. Colonials took advantage of those opportunities. Got themselves back in the game after being down by 20 just before halftime. And again, heartbreak loss for Clay, but a huge road win versus South Bend rival South Bend Clay. And we can talk about it more in our postgame show that's coming up next with a complete recap. We invite you to stay tuned. Our postgame show is next. We'll check scoring, statistics, and more. And certainly we will have an update before we wrap it up with Jerry Janowski. On the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. Final score one more time. Mishawaka escapes the north side of South Bend with the victory. Cavemen, 64. Colonials, 63. We're back to recap it after this two-minute timeout on 960 AM and 96.1 FM. 
the sports leader, WSBT in South Bend. We are breaking for this message. We're back in two minutes with the postgame show coming up next. Welcome. This is the Mishawaka Caveman postgame show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. Welcome back to South Bend Clay High School on the north side of South Bend. Wrapping things up on our postgame report here from 96.1 WSBT. Glad to have you with us. And certainly a tale of, I guess, two totally different feelings right now. Because, number one, if you are South Bend Clay, you're mad. You're frustrated. If you're Mishawaka, you're mad and you're frustrated. Exactly. But the total opposite because, well, Mishawaka escaped and blew a 20-point lead. Much of that credit goes to Clay for their much more aggressive efforts in the second half, in particular in the third quarter. Certainly some magnificent shooting and play by Christian Love. He really single-handedly put this team on his back, along with Robert Allen, a couple of big, big second-half three-pointers from Antoine Gregory, and certainly James Johnson in the third quarter he had seven points. All of his scoring in that period helped get this team back within striking distance. And from about three minutes into the third quarter, exactly, exactly what I was thinking for Clay. You have to be happy that you're in that opportunity to beat a six and one team now, seven and one Mishawaka team. But for Mishawaka, you got to be really frustrated. This was supposed to be a game where you clean up the fundamentals, you clean up the laziness on defense, and you come kind of on a high note. Uh, and not that winning isn't a high note here, escaping with a one-point victory, but you would have thought with the way things were going at halftime, they would have won by a lot more tonight. Again, this score, final 64-63. Mishawaka holds on for dear life to win on the road to improve to 7-1. and one. Clay will fall to 2 and 12, but certainly uh, this is a game that very possibly Doug Barnbrook and his coaching staff could hope to build off of because this team never did quit. Loaded with nine seniors, Clay was down by 10 at the end of one, down by 20, down by 20 in the uh, late stages of period number two. They did trim it down to a 41 25, 16 point game at halftime. But then again, about three minutes into the third quarter, Clay seized momentum, cut it to 10 at the end of three, whittled it to nine, then down to seven, then down to four, then down to two, and ultimately uh, took the lead for a brief couple of moments. If I recall, the last lead was at 62-61, but Clay could only hold that lead shortly. And certainly in crunch time, you know, one of the things I think offensively that uh, and just from from this vantage point and, and from watching this team, Trent Johnson is your go-to guy if you're Mishawaka. And there were many shots, some in clutch times, some maybe not in the, the cl- most clutch moments of this game, but where he wasn't touching the basketball. Exactly. And offensively, he has to touch the basketball, even if he's a decoy in his passing ability. But certainly, Maddox showed he had a great ball game. Brandon Williams had a fabulous first half and a good, solid ball game. Uh, a lot of great contributions uh, throughout the roster, but in crunch time, your best player has to touch the basketball. Right. No matter what kind of defense, either he's a decoy or he's going to shoot, and certainly when he got the opportunity, he shot the winning shot that gave Mishawaki its final lead, and they would hold on from that 64-62 lead 
to win it 64-63 after the first free throw made and the second free throw missed. But, uh, wow, what a ball game. Cavemen again improved to 7-1. Clay falls to 2-12, and, and it's a clean sweep for the Cavemen because their JV team, they won handily here tonight on the road, 69-46. But, again, 64-63, our varsity final. Bruce Quick has some red-hot numbers for us, some interesting uh, defensive and offensive statistics and point totals that uh, he's going to run down for us right here on the postgame show. So Clay ends up here 41% shooting on the night, 22 of 53, including a 6 of 19 night from downtown, 31%, and 13 of 20 from the free throw line at a crisp, nice 65%. Mishawaka, on the other hand, not the greatest uh, shooting night from downtown, going 2 for 17. I think that really hurt them uh, down the stretch there at 11%. And then 12 of 19, 63%, so right about their mark on the season there on free throw shooting, which includes a 40% field goal percentage, 25 of 62. So 62 shots tonight came in, definitely shooting offensively. For Clay, the point leaders we have, uh, Wade with two points, Love finished the night as... The scoring leader at 16, Gregory with 9 points. And they have Perry, who had 7 points, Smith with 3. And Allen, the Clay Colonial squad leader, finished with a nice 13 points on the night. Sterling added 2 with Franklin and Johnson adding 7 combined, 4 on Franklin, 7 on Johnson here. For Mishawaka to finish up the night, Yohi was the guy from the start, but Sicario added 2 uh, to Yohi's 14. Johnson had 21, so he leads in the point totals there, but... Uh, Yohi able to stretch out the floor and really uh, take one of their extra defenders and, and, and put them on him, which allowed the Cayman to spread out the floor. So Parker ended the night with nine points, and Williams had a solid night. Not as strong in the second half as you'd like, but started out the first half well and ended with 12. And Williams, Baker, and Herringer all add two to the Cayman totals for tonight. Again, 64-63, our final score. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Kevin Drazier and the team at BSN Sports. BSN supplies uniforms and team apparel for several area high schools, including your Cavemen of Mishawaka. If your team wants to look good, call Kevin Drazier, 229-7999. BSN Sports is proud to be the exclusive provider of Under Armour uniforms for your Mishawaka Cavemen. So Mishawaka escapes here with this win, 64-63, looking ahead for these two schools. Mishawaka will be off until this Saturday. They will host the North Ridge Raiders, who at last report after three quarters led at Penn, 52-42. The Raiders entering play tonight were 7-3 on the season. And then the month of January will wrap up for Mishawaka with a home game. This was an added game to the schedule on Wednesday, January 27th, so a week from tomorrow. They will host Michigan City Marquette Catholic. They, the Blazers, are currently 10-3 and three on the season. This is a game that replaces the Culver Academy game that uh, was originally scheduled in December, postponed due to COVID, pushed back to late January, and then was on again, off again. Well, it's off, and thus Marquette Catholic has replaced that game and, again, will be the opponent for Mishawaka a week from tomorrow night, January 27th. So this Saturday and next Wednesday, both games at the Cave, and then Mishawaka wraps up the month of January on the road at Goshen, to take on the Red Hawks in what will be another Northern Lakes Conference contest. Looking ahead to February, battles with Warsaw, Concord, Westview, Northwood, New Prairie, and South Bend Adams, South Bend Career Academy, South Bend Riley, along with our tribal pen, and then wrapping things up on February 26th at South Bend St. Joe. There's a whole lot of basketball to be played, Bruce Quick, but this caveman club who is 7-1, your thoughts on the win and your thoughts maybe moving forward after tonight. 
Well, I think moving forward, you have to obviously take wins when you can get them, especially in Indiana basketball and playing in the Northern Lakes Conference. So I think they're going to be happy with the win tonight, but ultimately, Coach Heck coming back tomorrow, I'm more than sure he's going to have a lot of things to talk with this caveman squad about tonight. Just playing better defensively down the stretch. You, you're up like this against the Northridge team, and you play that lazy on defense, it is not going to go your way in the end. Certainly one thing that was a side note, and I know in the pregame show we talked with Acting head coach Leon Johnson uh, filling in for Ron Heklinski for what now has been the fourth game. And since uh, coach uh, went down with uh, illness and then ultimately uh, had what it was been his second battle with COVID-19, but is uh, scheduled to be back with the club tomorrow for practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then certainly the big game Saturday uh, versus North Ridge. But certainly the pressure on Leon Johnson as coach because he's coached here. He graduated from Clay and works in this building daily and the fact that his senior son who is the leading scorer for this caveman club trent johnson was formerly a clay high school athlete was formerly a clay high school uh, member here make the made the choice to leave clay transfer to mishawaka and certainly those rivalries that uh, that emotion i have to believe it played some sort of factor Big or small, it had to play some sort of a factor tonight. Uh, those, uh, those are tough situations. Exactly. It's it's definitely a tough situation, and it, it had to play a factor. In fact, one thing I was surprised is I thought Trent Johnson maybe would be forcing a lot of shots, trying to get a lot of shots up, maybe something to prove, but he didn't. And I think that's where the Cayman struggled. You, and once again, you got to get him the ball because when you do, you draw another clay defender. You have to put two guys on him, or he will just blow by past you or pull up for a short corner jumper in the end. There. And his jumper from the... Right elbow at the 15-foot mark. They fall in this desperate come-from-behind effort to again fall to 2-12 and 12 on the season. One of our proud sponsors of high school basketball here on the radio WSBT is Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. You can call Kevin if you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your home. Call Kevin Putz, First Midwest Mortgage at 287-1152. And this reminder, coverage of Mishawaka High School basketball powered by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roof and experience. Midland Engineering, a proud sponsor of high school sports on the radio, our presenting sponsor here for high school athletics with the Cavemen on WSBT. Looking ahead for this clay basketball team. They don't have much time to lick their wounds after this heartbreaking one-point loss. They'll be back on the court. For practice tomorrow before a Thursday date at city rival South Bend Riley. The Northsiders head to the south side to take on the Riley Wildcats before December or check that January 29th battle here at home versus the Bremen Lions. And then in the month of February, uh, this clay team with five dates scheduled to play versus South Bend St. Joe versus South Bend Career Academy along against the Elkhart Lions, the Concord Minutemen, and wrapping up February 19th at New Prairie, an NIC date versus the Cougars. But Doug Barnbrook, kudos to him, had his team ready to play tonight, in particular after being down early, came from behind, fought back, and showed a lot of character, uh, a club with nine seniors on it. Uh, certainly a big, big effort here tonight. Bruce, a lot of fun. Enjoyed having you alongside. Vince D'Addario had the night off, and... All the rest of our sports staff scattered all over in the <laughs> snow, but uh, glad to come back here to what is my alma mater. A lot of great memories, and uh, saw some great basketball here in my high school days, and saw some great basketball here tonight. 
Great game. Glad the Cavemen won. I used to bleed purple. I bleed maroon. Now, there you go. So there you go. What yeah. A, what a great, great win. But again, thank you for your help. Yeah, always appreciate it. And anytime. And I'm glad we got to call such a great game tonight. It was a nail biter. And in the snow tonight, we saw a wild and red hot basketball battle on the hardwood, won by the visiting Mishawaka Cavemen, 64 to 63. We invite you to stay tuned. Jerry Janowski is next on the U.S. Sign Crafter scoreboard. And we remind you, our next Caveman basketball broadcast will be coming up this Saturday. We'll be on the air right around 7.30 from the cave. Big win in the NLC. The Northridge Raiders will come to town for their first ever NLC tilt in hoops with the Mishawaka Cavemen. We'll have all the action. Vince Daddario will join me for the play-by-play right here Saturday night here on WSBT. Again, stay tuned. Our post-game show wraps up. We'll take a timeout, and then we'll conclude with Jerry Janowski's update on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. Some intriguing high school basketball finals for girls, boys hoops, and also from the Big Ten. A big win for the Purdue Boilermakers. All those details on deck after this timeout as you're in two with Mishawaka High School Basketball. For Bruce Quick, I'm Brian Miller. Thanking you for tuning in from Mishawaka, rather, from South Bend Clay High School. Came in a winner. Mishawaka High School Basketball brought to you by Midland Engineering. Saying goodnight from the north side of South Bend.